0: Hi, friends, and welcome to episode 21, day 12 of 31 days of podcasts. My name is Polina, and I'm your host for the Super Mom Society podcast, formerly known as the Ask Polina podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about cardiovascular disease. We've just got a few more days left of our wellness week, and then we're going to get into business and then parenting. And so I thought today would be a great opportunity to talk about cardiovascular diseases and how to improve your wellness to prevent cardiovascular diseases. So cardiovascular disease includes heart disease, high blood pressure, high, condi- um, high uh, cholesterol, um, and it could be also um, if you have... Um, My gosh, I'm blanking now. My my grandmother had this congestive heart failure. So there are a lot of different cardiovascular diseases, but there are a lot of very simple ways that you could improve your lifestyle to prevent a cardiovascular disease. Um, And also, I feel like over 60 years old, that is a very common health issue that occurs. And um, it can also be like a coronary artery disease, a stroke is another example of cardiovascular disease, heart failure, uh, yeah, and then congestive heart disease, or if you have any um, congenital heart defects. So we're going to talk about the top 10 ways to improve cardio and prevent any cardiovascular diseases and this is specifically for people over the age of 60 but of course if you're younger than that you can incorporate any and all of these things to prevent cardiovascular disease in the future okay of course the very very first one if you could take a wild guess as to what we're going to talk about first one is eating a healthy having a healthy lifestyle. I was going to say eating a healthy lifestyle or eating a healthy, um, (laughs) better off to say eating, having a healthy lifestyle. I don't actually like to use the word diet because it has the word die in it. And my grandmother used to tell me that all the time. So I have always avoided that word. So one of the most important items that we can add to our eating lifestyle to prevent cardiovascular disease is green leafy vegetables. So sometimes green leafy vegetables can just be so challenging to take in on a daily basis. So if you're like me, <laughs> I love salads but and broccoli, but beyond that, um, I typically put kale, or spinach, I should say, in a smoothie. But for the other green leafy vegetables, I like to use a green superfoods powder. So one of the best ways and very simple ways to incorporate green leafy vegetables into your daily eating lifestyle is to add in some sort of super greens powder. My favorite is the one by Dr. Richard Schultz. You can get that at herbdoc.com, H-E-R-B. DocDoc.com. And this is really excellent to improve your um, health now and wellness. And remember that you can just do a scoop a day in a smoothie. I find it's easiest to take in a smoothie. Dr. Schultz actually makes green superfood capsules that are super incredible. And speaking of which, I ran out of his capsules. Now I'm remembering I need to order some. So that is a phenomenal Uh, way to improve your health. And actually, if you just do that right there, that would increase tremendously your health and it would significantly lower your chances of getting cardiovascular disease in the future. Um, Okay, and then the other thing too about eating a healthy lifestyle, having a healthy eating lifestyle is just take a note as to what you're eating most of throughout the day. So mostly it should be fruits and vegetables. Um, That would be the best food item to be eating throughout the day. Uh, And just notice, what are you eating throughout the day? What do you snack on? Do you snack on crackers or chips or my kids' favorites, chips? Um, Do you snack on things with high sodium sugar? So that's separate from fresh fruits and vegetables. So can you transition your snacking or the majority of your food intake to fresh fruits and vegetables? So you can have a salad, you can eat a lot of veggies. We oftentimes get like the baby cucumbers. That is just like a regular thing in our fridge. And I get them from Costco and I'm not at Costco during the week, or if I don't get an order from Costco, I get them at the farmer's market. And the kids have cucumbers and tomatoes in their lunch every single time I make them. And then we also have baby tomatoes. Those are really delicious. Carrots are also another popular one. And then we're doing the dipping thing with hummus or vegan Caesar dressing. The vegan Caesar dressing you could find from a company called Follow Your Heart. It's our favorite vegan dressing company. They make ranch. They make blue cheese, Thousand Island. They make all kinds of vegan dressings that are delicious. You can get it at Whole Foods. You can get it at Mother's Market You can even get it at any grocery store. They have these vegan dressings. Okay, number two is maintaining a healthy weight. Of course, maintaining a healthy weight goes along with what you eat. So if you eat a lot of fat... Um, fats, saturated fats, um, salt, sugar, you're going to gain weight from that. So if, you, if you're if you even on a medication that could possibly have you gaining weight, that's another way. Um, so becoming aware of what you're eating. What are you drinking? Also, sometimes if we're drinking soda every day, if we are drinking high sugary drinks, Uh, those are also signs that you just get rid of those a little bit here and there, you're gonna notice a huge difference. Dairy is another huge contributing factor to weight gain. So this is important. If you have excess weight, that increases your risk of getting cardiovascular disease. And the good thing is that you can lose a lot of weight without having to exercise. just changing your eating lifestyle and I laugh at that moment because I know that um, I used to run a weight loss program at my yoga studio and a lot of the a lot of the people that joined they were doing yoga and they didn't want to increase like cardio type exercises or weight lifting which I totally understood and I'd been practicing yoga for so long and just eliminating dairy and sugar from their eating lifestyle significantly decreased their weight and improved their quality of life and their energy. So that is a huge one. If you uh, if you do have excess weight, I would strongly consider getting on the eating lifestyle where you're eating more fruits and vegetables than any other food. So if you are transitioning to that, typically I say, eliminate all sugar and dairy and increase your fruits and vegetables as much as you can and then as you transition to that you'll actually have a significant decrease in your weight the first couple weeks and then you can slowly focus on eliminating um, more gluten transitioning some of your gluten products to healthier versions you don't actually have to eliminate gluten and meat completely in order to lose weight and get into the best shape of your life. You also don't have to exercise frequently. You can pick up, um, uh, you know, an exercise routine such as walking outdoors. Yoga is another fantastic one. Those are all really fantastic. And, um, it doesn't have to look like an intense exercise workout every single day. So just keep that in mind. Also, Extra weight is causing a significant amount of strain on the heart, which is why it is such a contributing factor to cardiovascular disease. And so if you lose that excess weight, you are significantly lowering the risk of getting cardiovascular disease. The idea is that we are creating a better quality life. That's what we want is a better quality life. Now, remember, stress is so, so, so important. And we're going to get to that in a second. Um, and, and one of the ways that you can reduce stress is to pick up an exercise and that's number three. So exercising can look very different for many different people. It doesn't have to be a full class. It could be walking outside every single day. It could be swimming. Um, I'm not a big fan of running or jogging or, (laughs) doing any sort of high-intensity cardiovascular, uh, cardio activities, cardiovascular, cardio activities, but yoga is a really fantastic way to um, increase your heart rate, move the blood throughout the body, and it can also significantly lower your stress, cortisol levels, so yoga is fantastic. Walking, those are my favorite. Swimming, being outside just in general is just a fantastic way to improve your, um, yeah, just your health and wellness. And also it doesn't have to be super intense. If you have stairs, for example, I try to take a look at anything, any activity that I'm doing in my life as a way to improve my health. So for example, I have stairs in my house. I go up and down the stairs. It's improving my, it's improving my health. If I am in a parking lot at Target, for example, I park a little bit further away so I can walk a little bit longer. I, when I, my kids ask me to carry them or if I'm having to carry a lot of bags, I take a look at it as an opportunity to build my muscles. So instead of taking every opportunity and looking at it like, oh, it's a far walk, or oh, I don't want to carry this, or oh, you know, do I have to get out of bed today, or oh, I have to climb up the stairs, or oh, I have to take the trash out. It's like an opportunity to build your muscles. So if you take that perspective in everything that you do in your life, it's actually going to significantly improve your life, and you don't actually have to Exercise, quote unquote. You could just incorporate the exercise actions into every single thing that you do. Even if you're sitting and you like to watch TV, I'm not a huge TV fan. I love movies, but I typically save those days for when I'm with my kids. And so even if you like to do that, you could squat. While you're watching TV, you could stretch, you could fold forward, you can twist. There are so many things you could do and you could breathe. So every little moment in your life, every little action that happens, everything that you do, you incorporate a little bit of exercise. And imagine if you're just doing five minutes every hour, five minutes every two hours, that's like whole 60 minutes (laughs) or 30 minutes um, that you can be doing every single day. So all of that adds up. And those are like the micro daily habits that you can incorporate. It's like those positive affirmations. What do you say to yourself every single time you wake up in the morning? What do you say to yourself every single time you get coffee or you make your tea or you take your vitamins? What are the things that you do as you walk downstairs or into the closet to change? All of those micro habits make up for a very successful, healthy life. So let's keep that in mind as you start to become aware of everything that you're doing. Number four is the use of tobacco products. And number five is the use of alcohol. So I, I can't stress this enough. Alcohol and tobacco are very damaging to the blood vessels in your system. And not only does it... You know, affect your cells, increases cardiovascular disease, and it raises your blood pressure. It also makes you look old. <laughs> Who wants to look older? I contribute my. A lot of my skin condition, uh, my healthy looking skin and how young I look, not just to my braces, but also to the fact that I've never, ever really been into drinking alcohol or the use of any tobacco products. Actually, I give you a little secret. When I was 18 and I first got married to my uh, ex-husband, I thought it was so cool to smoke. And for a little while, probably maybe like two, three months, I couldn't handle it any longer. We had some friends that used to smoke clothes and that was like, that was the thing. And I was never, I could never get addicted to anything. I don't have like a, a, an addictive personality because I feel like I have so much fear as <laughs> to what it, I may become from becoming addicted to something um, that I never was addicted to it, but I used it for a couple months and it was just, I just didn't feel good. Even at 18, I could recognize and I knew that I didn't want to go down that path and I wasn't even eating meat at the time. And yet I thought it would just be so cool. Uh, and I also was never really into drinking, but I could tell you, I understand why people drink. I understand. I understand that it creates this numbing effect when you don't have the space to talk about your emotions and you aren't able to express yourself uh, and you don't know how to have conversations. Maybe you're living a life that you are not happy with. Maybe you have depression, maybe you have anxiety. And sometimes you turn to that to use it as a way to numb the pain that maybe you've experienced in your life. I get it. And at the same time, there's so many tools now. We have essential oils. We have really incredible therapy processes. We have um, the ability to, you know, use these tools to help support our mental health. And this is actually, I had no idea, but I know now, Mental Health Awareness Month. And so, yeah, uh, so many people, because it is so accepted in society, turn to alcohol, and I don't know how many times I've said, "Oh, I should take up drinking as a hobby, just as a joke," because I have struggled so much as a single mom, and it has been so very challenging. Being here in in Hawaii in general, it can be very challenging, um, especially if you don't if you're working from home. It can get lonely. It can be you know depressing, and so. I could see why it's so easily um, accepted to go to alcohol, to turn to alcohol in those moments. So just a reminder that, you know, as you limit your alcohol consumption, or maybe you just have it on a special occasion, like once a week or so, That is uh, just a reminder that it would be significantly helpful. It would decrease your risk for cardiovascular disease. If you do that, it would be a really good opportunity to just take a look at what kind of quality of life do you want In the last 40 years, the last 30 years, wherever you are in your life, what kind of quality life do you want? And actually, um, because I didn't drink young age, I still look very young. And if you're young listening to this, um, it may be so beneficial for you to hold off on drinking and maybe just do it once a week or once every other week. Um, You can look forward to those days and also you can just remind yourself that you're just going to be so much happier long-term. Alcohol also contributes to an incredible amount of depression if you drink too much. Uh, Typically the next day we experience depression and it's very hard to get out of that. So this is the cycle too if you can recognize your alcohol consumption and how it affects you then you can you can change that. And instead of just trying to stop without any sort of tool that can support you, there's a couple different things you can do. For example, cinnamon and black pepper oil together is incredible for addictions. So tobacco products or alcohol conception and then also using the oils for stress if you're going to if you're drinking alcohol because you're stressed or because you need to numb from pain using essential oils like neroli is really good malama is excellent for that wild orange frankincense and peppermint that's my go-to combination i literally need to start taking that i've been having this last few days have been difficult for me Uh, I've been feeling down and sad, and those are really fantastic oils to take together. So um, that's just a reminder that I need to get on that as well. See, I don't always remember everything. (laughs) Um, Okay, number six is managing your stress. So you need to do things that are helpful to manage your stress. For example... You could take classes that you like. Actually, one of the things that I did when I first got divorced, it was so exciting for me, is I wanted to take classes. I want to learn, and it's partly why I'm in school. And I noticed that doing school from home has been challenging for me. I really like to be in a classroom setting. So going to yoga, um, I'm going to engage in some hobbies. Also, I was thinking about Uh, joining the college here. So at the same time as I'm doing the university, I can maybe take a class at the local college so I could do hobbies that I like. I love going on boats. So I picked up um, this free diving um, that I'm doing as well. So yeah, find a hobby that you really love. I love dancing. I go dancing once a month. Um, art is another big one. So that's a really fun activity. So just doing those things will significantly improve your wellness and also lower cardiovascular disease. Who would have known doing the things you love makes you healthier and improves your wellness. Therapy is also fantastic. It's phenomenal for your health and wellness. So I strongly recommend... Actually... I have a fantastic therapy center. If you guys are interested in Zoom sessions, I've been doing Zoom therapy sessions with my mom for two years, and it's been phenomenal. So you can go to CouplesTLC.org, Couples, dot org, and you can schedule a consultation there. Um, they're licensed in California and a couple other states, but you can also get relationship uh counseling, relationship coaching. So if they're not licensed in the state that you want to have therapy, you could do it through relationship coaching. It's phenomenal. You guys don't wait for that one. Okay. Number seven is, um, be in tune with what's going on with your health. So like give yourself every week a checkup, <laughs> So take a note. What's going on with your health? Is there something different? Do you have different aches or pains? Have you been sitting too much? Do you have leg cramps? Is something new coming up that you haven't felt before? Those are all really important. Just notice what's going on in your body and then make a mental note and just notice what's going on. What are you doing differently? And just a regular check-in with yourself to see what's happening the other thing is get a blood test i'm i'm super super supportive of just noticing what's happening with you and your body so get a blood test i would say every three to six months um especially if you're over 60 even if you're over 40 i would say probably once every six months just notice what's going on with your blood uh, your hormones, how are they doing? and how is your uh, how are your vitamins, minerals? what's happening with your blood? That's important too. Um, okay, number eight is sleep. I will say this one for eight, but sleep is so so, so important. So if you're not getting eight hours of sleep, then you need to do the necessary adjustments to make sure you're doing that. So get into a regular sleep schedule, um, prioritize sleep because it is very important. All these things are really important and if you do them all, you significantly improve your wellness and your health and you lower significantly lower your cardiovascular, the risk of getting cardiovascular disease. Um, number nine is stay connected, stay social with friends. Oh my gosh. I've had to really force myself to do this because, uh, working from home and being a stay at home, stay at home, <laughs> stay at home. I've never even used those terms. Stay at home mom. Um, I've got five kids, you know, I, I stay at home a lot And I have really had to force myself. I just get out now twice a week and I work at the cafe. There's a really cute cafe that just opened down the street from my house. So I go there and I work. And then I'm out walking on the beach. And then I'm going to do my hobbies, you know. (laughs) I'm taking up my hobbies and it's important to stay social. I'm a very social person. So staying at home is very challenging for me. I love my home but it can be very difficult. So staying social is very, very important. So you're feeling down, feeling sad, go out, have some fun and meet people. Okay, and then last one is use your essential oils. You Take your supplements. Oh my gosh, I saved this for last because I feel like it is so, so, so very important to go over. So if you're struggling with high blood pressure, high cholesterol, there is a fantastic protocol you can use. Lemongrass number one is phenomenal for those two things. You just place it over your heart, a drop or two, and also you need to take it in a capsule. Taking your supplements, I always recommend if you are struggling with a cardiovascular disease or you have any signs of it. If you have high blood pressure, take your supplements. The vegan LLV is going to be the best. And then you need digestion and terazine. I guarantee that your cardiovascular disease is mostly associated with the food that you eat and with your stress levels. And so you have to take your supplements in order to help your body rebalance. It is completely out of balance. You rebalance your body, you will eliminate your high blood pressure and significantly reduce the chance of cardiovascular diseases. Okay, there you have it. Those top 10 things on how to improve wellness and to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease for people mostly over 60. But of course, if you're listening, you're not over 60 and you are experiencing any of those signs, we'll get to it, you guys. Oh, by the way, Deep Blue Polyphenol Complex, that one also. Take three to four capsules in the morning and the evening and you'll be well on your way to incredibly joyful and incredibly healthy life. Thank you guys for listening. Remember this is day 12 of 31 days and I'll be back for more. Have a beautiful rest of your day.